0: But sometimes love It sounds like a
1: fight It sounds like an argument It sounds like a yeah. 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 Welcome to the podcast Where well, you know the S.O.W. Like to talk that wrestling shizniz Like the doctor of style The W.W. Hall of Fame Should have inducted Slick <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Power Drive Report proudly brings to you the S.O.W. podcaster of the world, the Brooklyn Mauler, the big man, the state of wrestling.
2: And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Please listen.
1: Welcome to the state of wrestling of the Brooklyn Mauler here with the big man. How you doing, man?
2: I'm well, Brooklyn Mahler. Happy Super Bowl Sunday!
1: Yes, indeed. Who you got? Who you taking?
2: Ah, uh, nobody. But um, <laughs> yeah, nobody. I hope I hope it's a fair game and everyone nobody gets hurt. That's all. I. What about you?
1: Ah, uh, maybe I don't have no dog in the fight what we was talking about, but ah, uh, maybe the Rams. <laughs>
2: It'd be nice for them to win at home.
1: Well, you the the NFL after years and years of having um Super Bowl. They have two years in a row where the home team is playing at the Super Bowl. Mm. Two years in a row. They had it last year, which uh, made my team lose the Chiefs, of course. <laughs> mm. yeah. um, but this year, Ram, L.A., SoFi Stadium, the the Ram. They normally do it in Tampa and and um, places where the, the teams are historically bad. And now, <laughs> the Paris NFL can happen anywhere now. Yeah, they have
2: to have it in the Meadowlands for now on.
1: (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, Big Man, you got any news?
2: Just a couple of things. Um, Let's go from football to basketball. Utah Jazz coach Quinn Snyder, um, according to Eric Walden of the Salt Lake Tribune, Quinn Snyder says he wants his team to have a tag team wrestling mentality. Um, when it comes to starters and substitutes getting tagged in and they call on Whiteside and Rudy Gobert, H block. <laughs> like they were a wrestling tag team. And now that Rudy Gobert was out for a number of games, they have, um, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce his name right. Udoka Azubike. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Udoka and Hassan Whiteside have been playing together, so the author suggests they call them Dockside. Side. Um, so, pro wrestling, um, Quinn Snyder seems to know a lot about it. Um, it's pretty cool.
1: Oh, I like that HR Block. I like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I can't
1: stand a Utah Jazz. By the way, I hope they go. I hope, they go, I, hope they, I hope HR and our block go out of business when they come to LA.
2: do you remember like when we were kids and you'd play like sega genesis or something i don't know there was only one kid i ever knew who insisted on being the utah jazz and i couldn't believe it and he would say oh i can't wait they said oh Rudd," and he starts naming like all the players so it's very very interesting boring team to be in a video game no
1: actually it was a good thing because remember they had um remember you can score a lot You, you had um at that time i think early 90s yeah, or eighties Mark Eaton, right? Then you are going to have Malone, Carl Malone, Stockton, Hornacek. If, if, Jeff if, Malone if, if was if on Jeff that Malone, team. Yeah, Jeff Malone. So yeah, it was a good, it was a good team to have, um, because you know there was a perennial playoff team every year, and if you and if you go early late nineties, you know they was always in, it was in the finals, so you know they wasn't the glamour team of like the Lakers, but then but I used to always pick the Lakers no matter what. Or like the Seattle Super Sun or the Chicago Bulls, and it depended on the game you had. The 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 like uh, late after '94, there was no Jordan, so the Bulls wasn't mm. that good. Good a hot of a team to pick the Knicks, you know. But Jazz, I don't really know too many people that picked the Jazz. I hardly picked the Jazz.
2: Yeah, I didn't either. On Bulls versus Lakers in the NBA playoffs for Sega, I was usually. Houston Rockets, because Hakeem would do that spinning 360 from the free. Oh, or Atlanta Hawks, they'd have um, Dominique Dunk from the three-point line. Oh, yeah. And that was incredible. um others, Other things in the news. Um, did you hear about the interview with Hikaru Shida?
1: I've heard about that, yes. About her saying the Japanese, uh, it's hard for her to be... To make it on the on the roster now, and the they the, um, the 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 lack of the Japanese women that they brought on before, they they bring in new women on and stuff and things of that nature. Yes, I heard.
2: And she said practically no assistance when she came here to AEW, with in with just guidance on finding a place to live. And she talked about how she actually speaks better English than she portrays on television and how worried she was for the other japanese women wrestlers who hardly speak any english and she said because of you know immigration visa issues and also the pandemic it's just it's just a lot more difficult and she's not secure in her position at all even though she's been there since the beginning so i didn't that was a surprise and it was very enlightening
1: I love it. I like the way Hikaru Shida. She's very, she's very beautiful, and she can wrestle as well. <laughs> um,
2: well, I love her new gear. I mean, that's been a big improvement.
1: As I look at my Hikaru Shida action figure, um, they really have a Hikaru Shida action. Yes, figure. with the women's title. Um, so this is a day with that. This the the, the women's division is, is is Kenny Omega thing, right? And mm-hmm. what he was doing, he was bringing all the Japanese women over. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Let's not. They had the, the all the Japanese had Rio, they had they had Nyla beat Lila Rose, they had uh they had uh, uh Shida, they had the one that looked like um that was trying to be Freddie Mercury, and uh, well, she was funny, div- yeah. They had the, the women's division sucked at the beginning. Let's just not let's just call it what it is, right? It sucked. The women's division now is better where you got you got more people, you know. Britt Baker came into her own. You got your favorite deep You got Statlander. Uh mm. you got um you got uh you got Jade. Uh you got uh, you got Jamie Hader. you got um <laughs> your favorite. Yeah, I'm gonna say your other favorite. Red Velvet, right? Yes. They got, yes. They got my girl Anna J. Uh my girl the bunny been putting up before although they was there beginning. Um so they got a bunch of people now. They got better women's wrestlers now. The women's division is much better than when it first started. You know, mm-hmm. and that's when Rio was champion, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't cut a promo, right? right? Britt Baker is the reason why Britt Baker is so good. She, she cut a promo when she got injured. She was she was the biggest women wrestler without wrestling. Remember she hurt her leg? She was the she biggest woman star. She became a star not even being in the ring. Her segment with Tony. So that shows they gave you
2: a, her lot. a lot of opportunities though, but you're right.
1: Well, yeah. You know, they had to give her something. You know, she was, they she could not wrestle. And that's the best, probably her injury was the best thing that happened to her, to be honest with you. Yeah. It, it brought yeah. her personality out, brought Rebel out. You know what I'm saying? It, it, but the women's division is much better now than it was, you know, than it was before. Would you agree or disagree with that?
2: Oh, I agree. I agree. And actually, I actually like Rio more now than I did when she was world champion.
0: Mm-hmm. I think...
2: Uh, uh, of course, there must be an adjustment, right? They're real people. And there has to be an adjustment. Do you know who I miss? The fired idol. The one who would come to the ring singing.
1: Who, the one that like Freddie Mercury?
2: No, she was cool. I, I wish they did an angle in love with Jim Ross. The one who looked like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> but I mean, the one who would come out. She used to actually legit be in a girl band in Japan. But she was fired. So she called herself the Fired Idol, and she would sing. She was great. Um, she's but, gone now, right? Yeah, she is. But she's doing really well in Japan. And you're right. And, and also, I think there's been a shift, because when we talk about the TBS champion, Jade Cargill, have you seen, I haven't seen her, have you seen Kayla Rossi on AEW?
1: Kayla Rossi, no. I think um, she's that was on, the art. That was the Ring of Honor
2: champion, right? No, that's um, Roxy. Oh, Roxy, who's great as well. Kayla Rossi, I think she's on one of their. She's been on Dark or Elevation. Mm -hmm. She's kind of like Jade Cargill. She's she's a bodybuilder, and she's an IFBB card carrying bodybuilder. And so, one, she looks she's muscular, she's strong, and two, she's doing um, moon salts twisting moonsaults things like that so maybe the trend now is wow we're getting wonder woman you know type of wrestlers now yeah they're recruiting
1: i heard wwe want they jay cargill now it's interesting they want these people That's the, oh man they had a chance you know she had a WWE tryout
2: i read that and it blows my mind that nothing happened after she said
1: she they also want roxy now Yeah, that the the, our ring of honor. They want her. She's Um, great. Um, but if I was her, I would say, listen, I'm not going to NXT. You know, I'm not going to NXT. I'm going straight to the main roster.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, because if not, then she has big. You could do better. Um, by saying by being a free agent, by going to AEW, going to Impact, and going to NWA Power you know you can go to those three you could bounce around those three organizations or you or, or promotions or you could go to MLW as well you could bounce around to those four promotions as well instead of just being stuck in WWE and then you, they don't they don't um and they and they bring in an old a wrestler from the past to come you
2: know you you're totally right and and also a lot of these people like for example Jade Cargill you know she comes to AEW her first match on TV is with Shaquille O'Neal um, things like that. And then you have people in AEW who like Britt Baker, um she was in CZW. She says she's never leaving. I think the time of people's dream of being in WWE might be changing now. A lot of the women wrestlers are really young, you know. A lot of them are in their early 20s. And if you read interviews with them, their favorite wrestlers are people from Pro Wrestling Gorilla or from things like that. Were they're honored to be to go to AEW or MLW or something where the person who trained them is signing them? So I don't think WWE, unless it's just a lot, a lot, a lot of money, I don't well, know if it has the sway anymore.
1: Well, to be honest with you, WWE did that to themselves by releasing a lot of a lot of wrestlers yeah, and a lot a of, lot of these release- a bad
2: taste in their mouth. Right,
1: yeah. and a lot of these wrestlers the younger wrestlers, if they don't go to NXT, they go to AEW, they go somewhere else, and these wrestlers are there, and if they try to give them some advice, they'll say, well, how was it WWE? And they'll give them, they'll, they'll give them, this as a bad
2: You're right, word mask. of mouth.
1: Right. And they, and it's true, because they released a whole bunch of people, and who's to say that they won't release them, you know? Uh, before, you know, everybody wanted to go to WWE, and their signed people were here and there, and it wasn't that much. WWE didn't have a bad name at that point. Right. That Now they got a bad name. They're, they're,
2: that's a great you know, point. They have a that's bad a name.
1: Point. You know, um, rightly or so. wrongly.
2: No, I, I think that's, like you said, it's word of mouth. It's, you know, you're in the locker room with somebody who just got released. And, you know, they get released. And, like, look at the Nyla Rose interview. Oh, we can't afford her interview you told me to listen to with Renee Paquet. And it's um, her being told, oh, we can't afford. And then her saying, I'll take a pay cut. Oh, no, that's not what it's really about. You know, it's just we're cutting you, Mm
0: -hmm. you know.
2: So um, speaking of which, William Regal, pro wrestling tease. he has his new shirts out. And I thought one of them was interesting. Um, You know Marty Skrull, right? The villain. Uh, Okay. Thank you for saying that because Regal's shirt says the original villain. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's pretty interesting.
1: Well, March Gross um, Girl screwed itself, but that he was on that he was on that Me Too movement. They got him. Yeah,
2: yeah, he was. He He's wasn't. gone. Yeah, he was Booker of our our Ring of Honor, and and he was all these things, and then it's all over. Um, um, another story. Um, Hulk Hogan naming his three the three greatest of all time. Did you see that? No. So. The headline is Hulk Hogan says Ric Flair's is the greatest of all time. And Hulk Hogan says he's number two, being Hulk Hogan. And number three is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, I think context is important. I actually watched the video because it's a video. So Hulk Hogan on Monday nights has this Monday night Raw themed event at his Hulk Hogan's Hangout bar in Tampa. And um, usually Jimmy Hart leads the karaoke, which must be awesome. Um, but he couldn't be there. So he had like Ric Flair come in. He had his daughter lead the karaoke. So it really looks like he's just, you know, hyping the crowd. He's like, this is Ric Flair. Let's do woo. He's the greatest of all time. So was this him sitting down, you know, thinking and stroking his beard about who's the greatest of all time? Probably not, but it's it's it was a it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. And Ric Flair gives him a hug.
1: Well, Ric Flair, Ric Flair knows that the biggest wrestler in the world ever probably is Hulk Hogan. Right. Uh, Ric Flair always says that. Now, in the ring, is Ric Flair a better in-ring performer? It depends on what you want here. You know, because Hogan, at his biggest matches that he had, they was all good. They wasn't five-star matches, but they was decent. They was good. You know, they had were good matches stories that, to it.
2: Like, they were matches that, you know, we believed as kids. And his face and his movements, everything was perfect. What's a five-star match when you're trying to survive King Kong Bundy or Andre right. the Giant, right? Right. That context matters. It's not Let like a steamboat, you know?
1: Right. Let me ask you this, Big Man. What was Brick Flair's greatest storyline or angle?
2: Oh, wow. Do you know what the one that I'm going to say, and I'll probably be the only one that says this,
1: Because Hogan had a bunch, and I can go through them.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I want to say what I'm thinking, because I might regret it. Okay, I'll say it for I'll say it because this is how I feel. Ric Flair, Jimmy Garvin, and Precious was my okay.
1: favorite.
2: I'm okay, I'm sorry, it just was.
1: Okay, so was it better than Hogan and Ondorf? No. Was it better than Hogan and Andre?
2: definitely not
1: was yeah. it better than the makeup power was exploding
2: i was never a huge randy savage fan but it wasn't bigger than that
1: no was it better than the ultimate challenge title for title champion versus champion? no that
2: was that was that no. almost felt like if you weren't even if you weren't a wrestling fan you had to watch that because it's exactly. like finding out who's the next president of the united states
1: exactly <laughs> but so I those are four it. things uh, right there yeah <laughs> yeah
2: actually i I might go back and say the one with Orndorf. I think because of my age, I might not have been absorbed it as much as I did the Ric Flair with the mannequin of precious and all of that. That right. was,
1: but, let's, let's say that one we, we give you that one right? I say we give you that story, but we don't we just gave you four of Hogan's, right? That story no, right, paid off into matches into matches that was good, good to great right good to go there's
2: something else you could i mean i know you can go on but one of them i think the thing that led to one of the biggest letter writing campaigns get well hulk was earthquake
1: exactly that one too as i look at my earthquake action (laughs) figure my canadian earthquake which i just got today
2: oh congratulations that's (laughs) fantastic
1: earthquake is he wearing the blue trunks yes yes he is and with the canadian in the middle the canadian earthquake only thing i'm missing now is dino bravo I don't think they're gonna
2: running in, in circles probably. yeah
1: yeah so yeah um yeah that one was good well Hawk too yeah that was great um he had a lot of great angles right killer
2: con blinding him
1: right um you can also go NWO storyline oh
2: totally 100 you know? right 100 so,
1: but yeah go ahead. i didn't want to get off no the i was just
2: gonna you're right because rick flair you know the Four Horsemen, but when you think of great storylines with the Horsemen, I think of Tully Blanchard, right? Right. Magnum Dusty, and then the
1: tag teams. Yeah. Well, you can say the storyline between Dusty and Frick Flair was a you know the the plumber the son the son of a plumber and, and uh, the the kid stealing will and dealing, son of a gun limousine riding jet flying, guy. You yeah, know what I mean? You can say that.
2: Matchups were good. Matchups were amazing. But it's almost like, kind of like what we talk about. AEW, like WWE, is better at storylines. Um, back then, like when did they try to do like in a, WCW or NWA try to do a a long storyline? It was the Black Scorpion. It was stuff like that that wasn't what, that
1: interesting. What about the Road Warrior Spike in Dusty Rose? Ah,
2: yeah, but that just felt like
1: that's a fast angle,
2: right? Yeah. Like Man. the line between um, action, reaction or cause and effect versus like a storyline. Like I remember once you were you were giving me the whole like even more than I realized the Paul Orndorf Hulk Hogan storyline was way more intricate than I realized as a kid.
1: Right. It was, you know, it's, so, it, you know, Piper uh,
2: Hogan was more of a feud.
1: Oh, It was um, a feud. But that's uh, an
2: example of a feud that was just so huge. Like, that was as big as it. That was so big. That
1: was Hogan yeah. and
2: Zeus. That was a storyline.
1: Yes, it was. It was a, with Talk the million about dollar man. That that's,
2: that's, that million dollar, dollar man.
1: Yeah. The million dollar man went and, and, and got him. Like, basically,
2: <laughs> Hogan and Andre twice.
1: Exactly. He One did. year
2: after another, but two totally different storylines.
1: Yes. See, the million dollar man. See, uh, he's, boy, oh boy, a rich, evil guy. <laughs> that was a great that was a great character, man. But looking
2: did, but, back, like you're kind of like, okay, that suit is not what a rich person would wear.
1: Right. But that but you know, as a rest, in wrestling wrestling so you gotta uh, you know
2: Yeah, no, completely.
1: completely. You know, the, the, the and that suit, belt, you know?
2: one of the most beautiful
1: belts. Yes. Ever. The million dollar championship belt. Uh but it went down once Virgil won it.
2: <laughs> not to me. Not it went to down
1: me. in it went down in, in value. Do you know? Uh, what? I Virgil. have a
2: feeling if Bobby Heenan was the booker. And Virgil won it, there would have been like diamonds missing <laughs> from
1: the title. Oh, man. <laughs> like, you know,
2: Heenan would have had that done. Like, he, he'd imply that Virgil was stealing diamonds
1: from Right, the exactly. You might man. a soul change Joe's alone.
2: That would have been hilarious if when Virgil lost, he has to relinquish the belt and he gives it, and oh, the diamonds are gone. <laughs> 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 I love that. And the fans would love that. They would have been on Virgil's side. So I told yeah. you when I was at that SummerSlam, that was the match that everybody was going crazy for. DiBiase, Virgil, Sensational Sherry—that was everything.
1: That Piper. was a right. That was a great storyline. Anyway, so. Piper, but Piper injected himself in there. He said, so "You kiss my feet," and and Piper like, "Don't you do it? Don't you do it? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Virgil." <laughs> mm. uh,
2: Hogan oh, did it all right—storylines and feuds, like even one-off matches with Bad News Brown or with um, with Lanny Poffo,
1: the genius. Just, oh, yeah, that's had a nice main event. Yes. Yeah,
2: Mister Perfect involved.
1: All you in know there. that that never—you know what? He that that could have been a great match if they would have put them at a WrestleMania together. But it just Perfect couldn't jump anybody. I think Perfect could have jumped Charge and Slaughter. Instead of they should have put perfect in that spot instead of Sergeant Slaughter.
2: Yeah, they they could have, but I think the thing that surprised me was, man, Slaughter was so huge physically even then at that point of his career. Right, it wasn't at that point where I'll never forget had Non L K C on the apron for some reason distracting the referee, and Slaughter had Hogan pinned. I mean, oh, and another great thing: Hogan and One Man Gang.
1: Oh, okay joaquin the african dream
2: that was i still watch that um (laughs) did you see when they were on with um arsenio hall yeah
1: yeah yeah (laughs) that's kind of that's
2: really cringe now because of boss man calling him boy like over and over but when hakeem came out and he does the high five and and arsenio goes you just did some things with my with with our Handshake that I haven't even seen in like the ghetto, <laughs> I haven't seen anywhere yet.
1: <laughs> That's slick. Slick shoulder oh, that. You know, slick, slick is a pin of me, man. He's a job show, bro. <laughs>
2: and I remember in the managers, one of my favorite DVDs WW ever came up with was the managers one.
1: Oh, I seen that one. You talking about that the 1980s one, one right?
2: Yeah, yeah. And, they had and... people
1: I didn't even notice, like like the wizard. I didn't even know
2: too oh, much about Oh, yeah, him. my dad liked The Wizard a lot. But I love when they said, and actually Randy Hales, I think I mentioned this before on his podcast, the reason some of those managers didn't make as big an impression was back when they were still under the um, the athletic commissions in Madison Square Garden, referees couldn't really be at ringside. Managers couldn't, I mean, couldn't be at ringside. Because they were oh. still following different things, so they they couldn't get in the ring and do things like in the early '80s mm-hmm. um, until that kind of they just went away from that. So that's why some like Arnold Scowland and and others you just see them walk them to the ring and then you kind of wouldn't see them again unless he threw a towel in the ring for Bob yeah. Backlund.
1: Right? Yeah, we don't need we need towels and Arnold Scowland need to stay away from each other.
2: <laughs> yeah. But I think John Cena asked him who his perfect manager would be. Or he said, Are you kidding me? Slick. Of course, slick.
1: The doctor of style. As you said, he's as tall, our first thing. Yeah. yeah, man. He a job. That's the greatest man. He's not in it's a shame he's not in the hall of fame. Oh, Why is he not fun. in the hall of fame? Why is he not in the hall of fame? I don't know. Slick. I don't... Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? but uh, uh what are you trying to wait for him to die or something to put him in?
2: I hate when they uh, do that. They did that to Earthquake, didn't they? Yeah. they haven't um, put him in the earthquake was asking vader was asking to be put in
1: they put in vader right
2: not before he died i don't think he's in right? now
1: earthquake not in right no and um, that's a
2: weird one because he would visit backstage he was friendly with everybody
1: uh-huh um, but they didn't
2: recognize him because of his cancer you
1: know uh, right but. um yeah, I mean he's he's not there. I mean um, Slick should definitely should be there. Um, Akeem is not in either.
2: No, he's not. And to be the one man gang who has one of the most famous. I mean, remember how scary it was when he gave that amazing face first suplex to all the referees.
1: Oh yeah, that's that devastating. Was, that's a devastating move. Yeah. That was, yeah, was. Man. man. Who's the biggest snub in the Hall of Fame so far? In your opinion?
2: you know you'd probably say i think it's probably a tag team right would it be the steiner brothers
1: they're not in no no demolition
2: demolition Demolition. yeah oh that's your team
1: that's my team man you come to ask you come to smash it the demolition they're not going to get in i don't think they're going to get in Mm -hmm. i don't know I don't think they're going to get in. They it's one of those things. In. It's
2: almost like the Baseball Hall of Fame. If they're not in by now, it's probably <laughs> never going to happen.
1: But they made a, a point to make the new day break their record. Oh. Yeah. So so they're no longer in, in, um, in the history books. Well, speaking the of, of books,
2: Champions. Um, the last news item I have um, is really more of a question for you. And. Today we have the internet. Pro wrestling is big on the internet, the message boards, the rumors, the websites. But a lot of it's gossip and rumors, right? Um, Do you remember growing up in the 80s and even into the early 90s, the wrestling magazines, where they would have the rankings, like the top, the world champion and maybe the top contenders of like almost every company, even Mm -hmm. if it wasn't on television. I felt like we knew more about pro wrestling from those magazines than we do from the internet. Like
1: uh, do I know more you what,
2: knew you knew, you knew the names from the magazines without even seeing the people or you'd see pictures. Like you would know that's how I knew who Scott Steiner was when he was in the CWF Sid Vicious before he went to WCW. Um uh do you remember um oh what's his name? He became Damian Demento. Oh, I forgot, I forgot what his name was on the Independence, but he was a big deal. Mondo Clean. Okay. And like there were these names you'd see, and you'd see these companies, and I just felt like I knew had more information versus mm-hmm. today, where it's all just kind of rumors about the same two or two companies.
1: It depends on where you where you get your sources from. Like that's connected. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are connected because they got people behind the scenes. So let me ask you guys who is the sources today? Yeah, who are the sources? Disgruntled wrestlers, who, who, I'm
0: thinking. people who Dave who
1: Melters, who, When Dave Meltzer say, I'm going to ask somebody, who is he talking about?
2: Oh, he's talking. To, I'm my guess, and I think it's a pretty good guess, is it's people who are unhappy in the company.
1: So is it wrestlers or executives or?
2: I'm thinking both. A lot of executive—I won't even call them executives—but a lot of officials are used to be
1: wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So, so that so, so they're, there's moles inside the company.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or if somebody says people backstage are unhappy, it could be one person just saying people backstage are unhappy, and they're one of the people.
1: But can't Vince and him find out who's doing it?
2: Um. Yeah, I guess I think the biggest thing that you always hear about them cracking down on is if somebody posts a selfie backstage where you catch John Cena going over the match with somebody else in the background, mm-hmm. like the dwarf wrestler, um, Samson, short sleeve mm-hmm. Samson. Remember, he got in trouble. He took a selfie backstage, and in the background, it was the selfie was of him, but mm-hmm. in the background, you see Cena going over his match with somebody that he's supposed to be wrestling later. Um stuff like that, things that give things away. Mm-hmm. But I think the people angry is just probably impossible to stop. And maybe they think Meltzer makes it all up. I don't
1: think he does, but I don't think so neither. I think um, I think they, they report the, what they know and sometimes people get onto it. And sometimes people the, the people put out false information as well.
2: Oh, for sure, you're right, because it helps you. But I think like if this was the Bill Apter days, I know Bill Apter's alive and well and he's doing a lot of things, but if this were the days of the After mags and also the other ones, pro wrestling, heroes and villains, um, new wave wrestling, all those magazines, someone like Lee Moriarty, who on AEW, they make him sound like he's a new wrestler. He'd be on the cover of them a few times. I mean, they've been calling him the Brian Danielson of the indies for a couple of years now. They have been? yeah. And he was actually gonna sign to MLW. I don't know if anything came of that, or he just went to AEW. But people have been talking to him. When I say a couple years, I just—I literally mean couple, like two, three, maybe four. But he's been wrestling for some time, and he has a really good reputation.
1: Okay, cool. I see him. Um, he's kind of—he's kind of tall, but he's—he's he's slim though. He's skinny, man. He's skinnier than Montez Ford.
2: Yeah, he's an Indian right?
1: He that's not that's that. good. That's not good. It goes, you know, um, you need monsters, you know?
2: Unless you're Hook. And you...
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, Hook is small, too. Hook is small, but, but they got but he looks Hook like looking he hurts like a you. monster.
2: Yeah, everything he does looks like it hurts, you know? See, so that's a good they thing.
1: Didn't, they didn't let him talk yet, but they said Hook. See, Taz was small, too, right? But Taz, they had Taz as the baddest dude on the planet. And he was like five five or something like that, but like he was the he's, baddest he's dude small on the planet. And,
2: thick and he does suplexes. It's kind of like right. Jonathan Gresham. He's really short for a wrestler, but when you look at him, he has like kind of that width that, um, you know, he he looks really powerful.
1: Yeah, you got it. You got it. And WWF didn't treat him like Taz. You know, they didn't treat him right. like Taz from ECW. They they treated him like you know his small guy. He wasn't on a level of our stars. Ben, that isn't that a good
2: him. thing in the end? Because it led to him being more of a comedy fall guy to Stone Cold and led to him no. being in
1: All right, big man. saw Raw?
2: I saw most of it. Um, I fast forwarded some things, but I saw most of it. Yeah.
1: All right, let's roll through it real quick. RK Bro and defeated the the Alpha Academy. What did they call this?
2: This was the Quiz
1: Bowl. The Quiz Bowl. Um, so the RK Bro um won five to four. And um, now they get a WWE Tag Team champ- I mean, Raw Tag Team Championship opportunity. Now, what's your thoughts on this quiz bowl?
2: Um, Well, this is really what I was looking forward to all week, and I was shocked it was on first. So, at the quiz bowl, it was funny. I mean, I love all of this stuff. It was very funny, and I love how Otis got the Shakespeare question right about Hamlet, because he kept saying, Ham! Ham! <laughs> and this is the every challenge they've lost the two they've lost is because chad gable's given the wrong answer i remember last week no two weeks before when it was the spelling bee and he misunderstood the word and randy orton said you're clearly the least intelligent person in this ring (laughs) what's the definition (laughs) and then i loved here um how riddle knew the answer for how many hearts a squid has, an octopus has because he has a cousin who's a marine biologist (laughs) and that was hilarious and then i think randy might have flubbed the line about um the measurements Mm -hmm. when he said do you think i'm the only one who bakes like i think he meant to say do you think you're the only one who bakes you know Mm like but that was funny and, um, but I think we all knew who was going to win. It was just finding out how Alpha Academy was going to lose. And I think it's hilarious that it's Chad Gable costing Otis these things.
1: Yeah, he's an overconfident you
2: like prick. It? Because dude. I loved it. Did you like it?
1: Yeah, it was funny. Um, he's a, Chad Gable is an overconfident prick.
2: <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's getting a little too annoying or it's working?
1: No, it, 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 it gives it's better than shorty g right
2: <laughs> oh my goodness yeah no i'm a huge chad gable fan and he's doing a lot of work in this feud right he's
1: wearing like, right exactly Go ahead.
2: But he's got all the lines you know mm-hmm.
1: basically it's a star making performance for us a star making angle for him you know angle is the, the key word like,
2: because it is a bit of the current angle impression
1: it wow. works you see you see his same as the british bulldogs
2: I didn't even see them. I didn't even notice them.
1: Red and blue and red and blue and white. Well, I will day. check that out. No. I will check that out. Street Profits came out and yes. Alpha, Academy, um, Alpha Academy defeated the Street Profits. Then Bobby Lashley had a promo in his hometown and people chant for him. What's your thoughts on those two things?
2: Well, first of all, did you read about the significance of the tag team match, the victory by Alpha Academy?
1: No. What's the significance?
2: Chad Gable got the pinfall. And the last time he pinned somebody in the ring was Mojo Rawley. Wow! Not last time he won, but last time he pinned somebody. Isn't that something? Wow! (laughs) Wow! And of course, we're happy for for Bobby Lashley. But I just wanted to point that out and get your reaction to that about Chad Gable.
1: Wow! That show he's been losing. Well, he's been Shorty G for a while, right?
2: Yeah, Hulk Hogan gave him that name. Well, they told Hulk Hogan to give him that name. But Hulk Hogan's stroke is kind of gone, I think.
1: Yeah. Yes. Hulkabania is dead.
2: I think it ended (laughs) almost in England for TNA Impact when he told the fans that Eric Bischoff's son was the future of the business.
1: (laughs) Well, everyone's son is the future of the business, right? At the end of the day, right?
2: Yeah, you're right. right. Except his son and except Eric right. Bischoff's son.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Alexa Bliss is in the back with her, her therapist again. What's your yeah. thoughts
2: on? Um, you know, I think I think the fans and me, a fan, are following this and watching it because it means that we were hoping that they would just bring Alexa Bliss back, right? Well, like, for example, say. we thought she'd appear at the Royal Rumble as Little Miss Bliss, Five Feet of Fury. It's not happening. So it looks like we're hoping that they're doing the metamorphosis slowly back to who she was. I think maybe Charlotte Flair is somebody who writes what she wants to say, because when she had her promo with Bliss over the summer and said, I want Five Feet of Fury back. I want that Alexa Bliss. She spoke for all of us, so I hope that's where it's going. What are the chances that it's going to happen the way we want it to be? Or do you have concerns She's this is who she is with Lily?
1: Well, one, I think they're trying to sell some more Lily dolls. That's one. Two, I've heard a report from 411mania.com that they're trying to delay her, her return.
0: Why?
2: Oh, because of this crowded scene or something? Or?
1: I don't know. They're trying to... Re- I, I, well she said something about Rhonda and deleted it so I mean, it could she be did. that could be that
2: well sasha you know? banks said something similar in an interview
1: well um, sasha do you see sasha on tv this week no no
2: oh can i can i just say you just mentioned about Rhonda? i just want to throw in one last news thing about her you mentioned about her wearing black like when she was in the rumble mm-hmm. do you know what did you see what she said in an interview what her biggest fear is right now what's that lactating so she was worried that milk would start coming out of her breasts when she's wrestling so she was really she wears the black more the time she wore the white recently she's like i took a big risk there but that's one of her concerns that makes sense
1: but it's gonna (laughs) show the wet spot on the black right yeah the white gonna show everything (laughs) but it's and it's like with
2: the black she's wearing like two things kind of right she has like the tank underneath it
1: right right yeah okay oh then that's a good uh, well yeah i mean she can wear a a black that's is that gonna be her ring gear the black or that's just her you know or she's gonna go back to the same ring gear she had before
2: i like the one before but this one's fine but if this is why then how long does that last (laughs) i have kids
1: why don't she dressed up like Sonya Blade, like she did before.
2: Oh, oh, and by the way, speaking of Sonya, AEW and WWE cross paths at the GLAD, you know, the Gay and Lesbian um, Alliance Group. Okay. Um, it was Anthony Bowen's posted a picture of him with Sonya Deville. Oh, really? Yep.
1: Did he get in trouble for that? Did she get in trouble for that?
2: I don't know about if she got in trouble for that, but he, he didn't. Though. You know, no, of course they love that.
1: I yeah. love that. Oh, well, they can't, WWE can't touch that. No. They can't, they can't touch that at all. Yeah. That, that, they, they, that's a, that, that'll be bad for them.
2: Yes. <laughs> but I did love the, um, the, uh, Bobby Lashley getting love in Colorado.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That was great. And MVP. <laughs> and you know who brought MVP back? Who was it? Um, I read an interview recently. It was, MVP was saying somebody called him. Oh, gosh, I wish I remembered. It was somebody who I think has been let go. Oh, okay. I'm sorry.
1: I'll it's go. all right. It'll come back to you. AJ Styles defeated Damian Priest.
2: I was thinking of you watching this match. Because I don't know how you felt because you love AJ, mm-hmm. but you've been invested in Damian Priest.
1: until Somewhat. You've seen what's- well, he's lost the last two weeks, so they're trying to bring yeah. AJ up.
2: Um, and he's not losing because he's losing his temper. Like he's like losing now.
1: Well, like they, well, he's losing while they, they treat him like everyone else now. They, they he's 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 a champion and losing, so yeah. now he's 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 one of the boys now. Mm. Mm. So we'll see where that goes. Um, he's an older, he's an older and a, and a gentleman anyway, right? So I don't know what they did. They, I mean. They need people, more people in the main event scene. I mean, Bobby Lashley and Damian Priest, have built right, could have been a, 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 a WrestleMania program, right? Mm. Um, could have been. Um, Edge versus Damian Priest could be in a program. You know, that could have been a good program.
2: Damian but, um, Priest and Roman Reigns, eventually.
1: Right, eventually. But we know where we're going. We got Brock and Roman Reigns and the Boring. Oh,
2: I'm sorry. It wasn't somebody who was fired. It was Paul Heyman. Oh, Paul when, Heyman. he was in charge. He asked MVP to come in. MVP had concerns about, you know, getting back in the ring all this time. And Paul Heyman says, I want you back. So thank you, Paul Heyman.
1: That's right. Bianca Belair defeated Nikki.
2: Almost a superhero. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> It's. I'll be honest. This is, this to me, this is better than the dying days of Nikki, almost a superhero and um, Rhea Ripley, even when they were together. Right. Do you agree? This is even better for Nikki in some
1: ways. Yeah. I like Nikki. I like the evil superhero character. It works for me. For me. And
2: Molly Holly produced some of the segments with, um, she produced the match between Rhea and Nikki, almost a superhero. So I hope they bring that back because that gave, uh, to use a wrestling term, that the, what Nikki did to her at the Royal Rumble, that gave her more heat than anything she had done. Leading
1: Cause, can that. Molly still wrestle or no?
2: I bet she can. She was amazing.
1: But she, she don't really want to come out and lose and lose to and lose.
2: I, I don't really think stick. she cares. I think she's okay with that. She's a total team player. Everybody, do you remember the, um, I mean, it's completely politically incorrect now. And it, it was wrong then too. But on the you shoot videos when they would do the who's who's a hoe or who goes mm-hmm. in the hoe bag and they were interviewing xbox and they go molly holly goes oh, the hoe bag i'm just kidding of course not i just want to see what people would say <laughs> she's a sweetheart everybody loves molly
1: <laughs> was he being sarcastic
2: yes he was like of course he said ho it was either him i think it was him and he goes yeah put her in the hoe bag and sean was like what and he goes I'm just kidding. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: they don't do that no more. He don't do. Sean Oliver don't do it no more. Correct?
2: No, no. He he kind of um, lost his. I think he lost his interest. I think he lost his interest a long time ago, because in that book he wrote, I got you the book. It was on the um, tablet.
1: Oh, okay. Christmas
2: he he just wrote he had some not so great experiences it was it was he loves wrestling but it was more about a business he made like a million from it and he was in he got into his serious writing so he wrote a fiction book things like that
1: okay well shauna if you hear this please go back to you shoots we need some more of that timeline those are great we need some more yeah, of those. there won't
2: be any more homebag, bag right then you right get
1: <laughs> um Kevin Owens defeated Austin Theory.
2: Yeah, let me tell you, Austin Theory has had some great matches, and yes. you could, people could say, "Well, AJ Styles had a great match," but I yeah. think when it's two weeks in a row, or almost but, two weeks in a row, but not quite. Big man,
1: look, look, look at who, look at the 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 people that he's wrestling. Come on, oh, these people mean. are top of the line wrestlers, top man. People. that, that who, can go.
2: I'm gonna say something you might think is controversial. What's okay. That? Do you know who he reminds me of, Austin Theory?
1: Oh, Okada. They have the similar um, look, ring gear.
2: Athleticism. Mm-hmm. He's not as tall as Okada, but he is also a bodybuilder. So he might even get bigger as he gets older, but he just has a real New Japan look to him and style. I really like him
1: a lot. I don't like his selfie thing. I like yeah, the Yeah, that's going to... Yeah. I like the wrestler. I mean, I know this is the first incarnation of his character, right? right. But it's gonna go on when he gets a little bit more serious, you know. Um, but he's good in the ring. He always been good in the ring. I mean, I seen him on that Evolve show, um, mm-hmm. the wrestlers uh, on. I think it was it was on Vice. I seen him and he was really good. That's what I learned about um, Darby Allen and um, and all, or you know, mm-hmm. even Page having their their matches there. Oh, you uh, saw that, some... right? Saw... Yeah. So yeah, Gabe to So yeah, um, he's good. He's really good. Um, and they said he Where was, was going to be the matches
2: next, you know? this week in WWE. Huh?
1: Yeah. Oh, sh- oh, yes, it was. Um, so after Kevin Owens defeated Austin Theory, he went to the back and he said, he told um, <laughs> he, he told he told um uh, Sonya and him um, that. He he that he he's now in the elimination chamber because he beat him. They said no. He said <laughs> they said no. They said why not? He said he said he in Texas. He said Texas loves him. He said he got to be a wrestler. He yeah. wants his first title there. The people in Texas love him. <laughs> he got to be there. Yo, Kevin always is crazy man.
2: <laughs> and he had previously said his biggest regret is that he won his first title in Texas. Because... Right.
1: <laughs> I don't think he's
2: going to be in that match, right? He'll either be hiding under the ring he got it. or he'll do something. Right?
1: Those two guys, is like that's like the best thing going right now. Seth Rounds and Kevin Owens. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you can say what you want. They're carrying the show. I know we were happy at first, but they guys. Them two guys are carrying the show right now, you know, along with RK bro, you know, um, and we'll see later on, um, whatever. Um, yeah, but you're
2: completely right. Those those two, RK Bro, I love Alpha Academy.
1: Right, um, Alpha Academy. It's
2: it's really something.
1: Yeah. They got a lot of entertaining individuals.
2: Yeah, yeah, and um, they've really not settled. Like they could easily just have segment after segment, but they've they've really focused on not only microphone but also the action. That's
1: a fact. That's a real fact. Oh, so it moves into Riddle, Riddle taking on Seth Rollins, mm. and Riddle defeated Seth Rollins because Kevin Owens jumped in. And it was a disqualification. So this here, so people started hearing voices in their head. RKO came. Randy Orton came out and he hit um R- um Kevin Owens with a with a RKO. I said he he had, he hit um Kevin Owens with an RKO, and we go to a break. When we come back from the break, Adam Pearce made a tag match. And with Seth Rollins and mm-hmm. Kevin Owens taking on RK Bro, um, and guess what? Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens defeated RK Bro.
0: Yeah.
1: And after yeah. the match, uh, uh, Randy Orton he hit he, uh, he um, hit another RK Otis to, to um, Kevin Owens, and Seth Rollins looked at him and started laughing and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, that was funny. It kind of made sense why the
2: why the quiz bowl was first because in their pattern is something like this would be first, right? Right. They'd have the individual match and then they'd make the tag team match that would open the show. But you couldn't really do that and then have the quiz bowl. Right. Unless they had, you know, Riddle had a Riddle and Randy were, you know, their bells were rung, so they're not gonna do well in the quiz bowl. But um, this was this was really cool. I, I I was sitting there watching this, thinking, "Gosh, this must be what it's like to be at a live event, like a house show, where like just put them in the ring, all kinds of combinations." And it was exciting.
1: This was an exciting match, and and because Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins have become a great, um, I, I can't say tag team, but a great act together. So this to piece is sports entertainment. Um, well, when you look at their work
2: against Bobby and um, Big E. Right. You'd almost say that the best tag team performances have been by these two.
1: It has been. Yeah. Whatever they've been doing, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens have either had great matches or great segments.
2: 100%. And Kevin Owens needs to be in that match, the Elimination Chamber, because we want to see them do this there. But it looks but like that's not going to be the case anymore. It looks like they're breaking that off, right?
1: A little bit. I don't know. I mean, they... I mean, they should have got to run as tag team champions, but I, I don't, but I don't know where they want to go with this. I don't know if they want to put them two guys against each other at WrestleMania, which would be a great match, Yeah. you know, because it has a story to it. And I think the next couple of months, it would make it, the storyline would be even better, you know, um, unless they put in a triple threat match between these two guys and, and Bobby, you know, and I'll Bobby be honest, I
2: don't want, I don't want to see them against each other.
1: You don't want to see them against each other? I feel like it's a bit
2: of a step down. But
1: but they don't have no one else to go.
2: I know, but tag team team titles. I mean, this thing with the Alpha Academy is going to be over soon. And I don't think RK-Bro is going to lose to the Alpha Academy. So this could be the next in line.
1: Could be. Could they? I don't know.
2: By the way, I thought you said for a moment, you almost said RK-Otis.
1: (laughs) RK-Otis. They should
2: put them together, right? he There's can join good. he could leave chad who's cost them this the quiz bowl and join with rk bro oh.
1: right that's a fact would you give i give ron a thumbs up this week what about huge you thumbs up huge all thumbs right. up it's going to smack down sonia deville's in the ring she said she's going to find ronda rousey <laughs> and she does it again she's going to suspend it suspend her um she's in I her arm sling you know. Um, Adam Pearce comes out and says he got a, a, a email from McMahon. He reads the whole damn emails, basically stating that mm. he denies her request um, and that, and if she's um, if she gets in the way of Naomi or continues to treat Naomi the way she's been treating her or interfere in the match tonight against Charlotte, her job will be in serious jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: Vince McMahon.
1: The chairman, the CEO of the WWE. Los Lotharios defeated the New Day.
2: (laughs) Well, this is confusing, right? I do love the kiss cam. I do love the kiss cam version where they're each kissing the person on the cheek. I think Mm -hmm. that's great. They're really big on these Los Lotharios. What do you see happening? What do you think about Kofi getting rolled up? What do you think about them not being called the New Day? What are you thinking?
1: Well, them call not calling him a new day. I heard McMahon don't want him to call him a new day, but then again, he want him to call him a new day, so and he I wants know. them
2: back together,
1: <laughs> yes, but he wants them back together um it's an Axiomoron.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: but they come out to the new day music, they come out to the new day titantron thing. Uh, they, they uh, you know um biggie dressed still dressed like high here member of the new day mm-hmm. so you there? yeah yeah they are the new day they are the new day so what do you
2: think of them losing to los latarios
1: yeah well um well i kind of knew it was, it's 50 50 booking right so mm-hmm. the, it's always 50 50 books. so they went one minute and then the next minute they'll lose so it's 50 50 booking
2: i could see them having a pretty funny feud you know the Lost Lotharios can be funny. Um, New Day is great, so if they don't have anything planned, because you know Big East singles push is gone, this could be something. Just my opinion. well,
1: well, um, I to me to me I hope this happens, but it won't happen. And if they want to rectify the situation, they would do this, right? But there's a, a few reasons why they won't do it. Biggie should be added to the championship match at WrestleMania between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. It would add another wrinkle to it, right? Um, I mean, if both titles, especially if both titles is on the line, it would be it would make the situation the match more intriguing.
2: That's why like long- I was about to say no, and then I remembered Biggie and Brock's interaction. In the fatal five four way or five way? Yeah. That was awesome. And I 100 percent now agree with
1: you. Now he now they won't do it. This is the reason why they won't do it. One, they did a triple threat match last year. They won't do it again. Two, um, how would they get Big E into that match? I don't know how they would do that. And three, they want they figure they feel like Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Is, this, is is the end all and be all matches. Although, it could have been, it could have been if, if, if they hadn't already fought at, at, at the crown jewel. If they hadn't fought at the crown jewel, I'd have been alright with them fighting again. But we just saw this match. Yeah. We just saw him lose to him. Why do we, we need another rematch? And this is the stupid thing about WWE. They keep doing these damn rematches. I'm sorry, give me something that's <laughs> fresh.
2: And you're right, they do these rematches, but it's not even, it's not like in the perspective of this is a trilogy, right? It just happens, you know? It's just, I'm 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 totally with you on that. I'm not, I mean, what's going to happen now? Paul Heyman's going to throw the belt to somebody? Like, is there any definitiveness coming? No. Is there any finality we're expecting? No. So I like your idea because when Big E clotheslined the heck out of Brock Lesnar, in that Fatal 5 way. That's one of the mo- things I remember the most about that. And that was a great match. Mm.
1: Exactly. You know. But anyway, back to this. Uh, the Usos jumped the Viking Raiders.
2: <laughs> Who were the number one contenders.
1: Yeah, they jumped them in the back and they took their horns so they can go raiding.
2: <laughs> that was funny.
1: I like that. Um,
2: this is what you wanted, right? You wanted the Viking Raiders to be kept taken seriously. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. You know. okay. What about Cole? Michael Cole has a um, Michael Cole had a sit down with uh, Roman. Hello. Michael Cole has a sit down with Goldberg. I mean, sorry, with with Roman Reigns, and he had one with Goldberg too. But Gold, um, Roman Reigns said he's gonna Goldberg Goldberg, and then Goldberg said, in his said that he can't Goldberg Goldberg. So I'm girlfriend? gonna say
2: this when I saw that I thought that was the least cool Roman Reigns line ever. <laughs> I just didn't think it worked. Yeah, gonna Goldberg 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 had the line when he said, "I acknowledge that you're next." You know, the right. other week. Um, but yeah, that was, and this is this is the part where you miss JBL saying. Michael Cole, you've interviewed presidents for CNN, and now you're interviewing the world tag team, the world champion. But um, I'm looking forward to the match because Goldberg has done has brought something different each time. What he did with Bobby was completely different from what he did with Brock. So we'll see what happens with Roman.
1: So then, after that, Natalia defeated Aliyah via sharpshooter.
2: You must have been happy. We yes. were afraid she was going to lose a dungeon match, of all things.
1: Yes, definitely. And um, we have Mad Cat. Oh, no. Insane. Ins- insane again. <laughs> insane in the membrane. <laughs> <laughs> so he's there. Boo's he in Nakamura. So then um, Boog tried to grab the microphone, and it was electric shock. He's still doing that damn jackass shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And then um uh, then he did he hit Nakamura with the halula kick, Huluva kick. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that?
2: Well, anything with Sami Zayn is is great. It's it's funny, it's you know, Boogs breathe new life into Nakamura. And then when that started to get a little stale, Sami Zayn's breathed new life into them. So um, all hail. Sammy Zayn.
1: Oh hell oh. Sammy Zayn. <laughs> and then we have Madcap Morph got a black eye.
2: <laughs> yeah, he did. My man Madcap, my favorite.
1: Oh. And he's trying to get out the um, he's trying to get out of the um the,
2: the match with Drew.
1: With match with Drew, and he's trying to see a doctor. And <laughs> some said, Yeah, I can't fight Elimination Chamber. He's scared. He wasn't laughing. He's laughing, but then he's not, he's scared. But then here come Angela. Um, with Drew and Drew said tell the doctor you, you're alright to fight and then he tells the doctor he's okay and then next thing you know Drew tells him, it's going to be a four count anywhere match at Elimination Chamber and Madcap just looking stupid looking scared That's... and shitless
2: <laughs> I love it I love it because I'm telling you Madcap he's amazing Drew is doing some of his best work ever the last year and a half yeah. Yeah? Oh, I
1: yeah. The, and his, what 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 Drew said about um what when Drew McIntyre say about um Shanky?
2: <laughs> I want them. If anybody's listening, we need a letter writing campaign. Drew needs Shanky to hold Angela while he's wrestling. He's going to take him under his wing.
1: Right. Uh, shanky. Well, I'm sorry,
2: Slim Shanky, as you call
1: him. The real Slim he's Shanky. Yes. <laughs>
2: And then we'll see what happens. Maybe five years from now they'll be together, and there'll be another promo about Veer Mahan is coming. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Is he ever coming?
1: They say he's. They say he's coming. Um. They said he's keeping coming on 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 what you call that, on um, on, sh- superstars. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's been there doing dark matches before.
2: I didn't know that. Did you see that WWE trademark, the name of a new show?
1: What was the name of the show?
2: Sunday Night Stunner. That's a nice Stole
1: name. Dolph Cole is on it?
2: I don't know, but it's his
1: word. Oh, boy. Better
2: not just be Kevin Owens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Happy Corbin defeated um, Oh, man. Cesaro again.
2: Yeah yeah, he used his move. He hit him with that um, the one abyss used to use in uh, TNA. and uh, poor Cesaro,
1: right? Yeah.
2: What would you do with Cesaro without uh, turning over the Apple card or upsetting anything that's already in motion? Right If you had five minutes, who would you put him with? What would you do?
1: I don't think I think it's over for Cesaro to be honest. Oh
2: really. It takes yeah. a lot for you to say
1: that. Um, they had an opportunity to do it, but um, you know they they um, they when he, they put them in a, a they put them in a few at Roman too quick and then had them lose. Um, so I, uh, that's not much you can do now. I don't think so. You know what I'm saying?
2: You know, you know when someone they say is a victim of their own success. Do you think here you have Cesaro? Whose biggest, as the wrestlers say, pop, is putting someone in a giant swing, whether mm-hmm. he wins or loses. So, you could just have him do that in a match and still have him lose to put over other people. And there's some fans who were still happy.
1: Mm-hmm. It's over you know for Cesaro, I mean? Big Man. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, he he needed a, a move to roar, right? So, yeah, yeah, that that yeah. could have helped. You know what I'm saying, but. Other than that, it's 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 pretty much it's over, man, for
2: him. I could see him I, going to NXT and doing something with Steiner and, and some of those.
1: They, well, they got Dolph Ziggler in there now. Dolph Ziggler yeah. in NXT, and it revitalizes
2: know? them. AJ loved being in NXT. Mm. Ziggler asked to be in NXT. Um, yeah,
1: because cool. you get tired of being pinned every. You're getting tired of being pinned every week. As no, a dirty
2: dog. And all the wrestlers are like respectful to them
1: yeah right
2: you and your dirty dogs
1: (laughs) the dirty dogs, just a couple dirty dogs
2: i'm gonna you know what we have to like have a dream match one time the dirty dogs against the varsity blondes that's your dream that'll be for your brooklyn mauler trophy
1: that yeah right tell me about it right (laughs) tell me about it
2: you're the only person in the world ever match of the year maybe last year was the Young Bucks against Penta and Ray Phoenix in the cage. And you're the only person saying, should have been the varsity blondes in this match.
1: (laughs) So what did you think of Naomi versus Charlotte Flair?
2: Oh, loved it. Loved it. Charlotte Flair, I told you, I'm a believer. And Naomi was amazing. This was a great match. It was, um, the crowd was into it. Um, it just showed all the things Charlotte can do. And Ric Flair has said it. Charlotte's at her best when she's against equally or more or better athletic opponents. Mm-hmm. It just suits her better. And it's it's been proven. Her her, her few interactions with Bianca Belair and her, her work with Naomi. This wasn't the first time they were in the ring together. It's been good every time. And I think it, I mean, I loved it. Did you? Or no?
1: Yeah, I thought it was great
2: naomi's best match
1: right that's what i'm about to say i was thinking about that the whole time this is naomi's best match um so yeah i thought it was great and naomi was a lot of people was into it and they thought naomi had a chance of winning even though i knew she had no fucking chance of winning you know
2: i feel like she could have um because like you said the cool thing about charlotte is it's just well she'll just win it back but um I they went. Can't. They're not
1: gonna have. They're not gonna have Charlotte lose to Ronda no, Rouse no. lose to him. Um, lose quickly, and then that that dilutes the match between her and and, and Ronda Rousey. People don't want to see. People don't want to see that. Uh, people do not want to see that as already as it is.
2: You're no. You're right about that. The one thing I miss about Naomi, and tell me if this is wrong. I, and I don't think this is like a sexist thing to say because we talk about looks for men as well. I liked her when she had the shorter hair.
1: Are you talking about Naomi. Oh.
2: Do you remember when she first kind of
1: when she first came in? She always had long hair.
2: No, that was with the pterodactyl, the Funkasaurus. Right. <laughs> there was a time where she had shorter hair, and it just you know how it works, it makes you look taller in a way. Mm-hmm. Um I'll send you oh, a picture.
1: That? Yeah, send me that. Let me see that. Because I, I, I need to see what that is. Overall, thumbs up and thumbs down for SmackDown.
2: Oh, big thumbs up. Big thumbs up. You? Oh, maybe not big. What do you think? Yeah, thumbs, thumbs up
1: for that match, the last match.
2: <sighs> they nailed it with that. They nailed yeah, it Last match. Definitely, definitely.
1: Well, let's move on. They've a been on a w. roll.
2: They've been on a roll for how long would you say? Since Oh, wow. Yeah. For me, I think it kind of began when they started doing the three- and four-way kind of matches, What? what I th- probably when you put Owens and Rollins in there.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Well, let's move on to AEW, baby. The, the highlight of your week. <laughs> <laughs> so on the AEW, what did you think of AEW, big man?
2: I thought it was great. And let's just keep in mind, you know, with all the controversy, remember, with Big Swole, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's Black History Month. And so in honor of that, A.W. is really promoting American Heart Association Month, and <laughs> the new American Heart Association Month t-shirts. So, oh, that's great. Yeah, we, all
1: need, we all need hearts, everybody, all colors, all race. We all need hearts. We are, listen, race you out, all hearts are red.
2: I'm just saying, like, you're, you're right. That's a great quote. That Have you ever heard? Did you hear that from somewhere else or did you just say that? I just say that on my own. You, that's huge! You gotta, you gotta trademark that or something. I, I, I forgot
1: I, what I just said. I swear, <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to look, heart listen to this recording heart. again. This, the, the, to hear it back. <laughs> I don't know I just said it.
2: Everybody has a heart, and all hearts are red.
1: That's um, I mean.
2: But yeah, I was just saying that because WWE is doing a lot for Black History Month. You know, The Rock talking about his father
1: well, well they have a lot of black wrestlers AEW, not so much
2: <laughs> and they also wwe also did the big thing about martin luther king jr on his they birth. always
1: do that they do that all the time
2: well right. AEW, tony khan remember when he's talked about how many um black wrestlers won in a month well yes. this week we had two win matches against other black wrestlers but that's fine
1: so these two black wrestlers lost, so it came out even.
2: And then you had the then you had the guy lose to Hook, like the guy who was apparently like a wrestling champion, wears wrestling shoes. He didn't. Oh get my it. god!
1: I, wait. Oh How my would... god! Wait till I get to wait till I get to that. Okay. Um, oh okay. oh man, I got uh, man. Well, let's
2: man, just man. let's start with dynamite. Dynamite was dynamite.
1: Pinnacle. The pinnacle had a celebration for MJF. He comes out like King Haku back in 1987, 1989. Yeah. King Haku. Haku.
2: And who else did that Lawler did it except his people did drop him? Um, Macho
1: King, Randy Savage.
2: King. Yeah.
1: King Harley Race. Let me ask you Chris. Who's the greatest king of the WWF?
2: Jerry the King Lawler.
1: The greatest king? No, Macho King. He didn't do it. The king didn't do nothing. He didn't win <laughs> no many matches. He was the King Harley race. He was the worst king in the WWF. This is not Memphis. Talk about the WWF. Oh, okay. He wasn't even good King. Okay.
2: King King Booker.
1: King Booker. Okay, I got you. King Booker. That's respectable. See, the thing with him was the Jerry the King Lawler, his feud only lasted... um, He only had a feud with Bret Hart and then he went to the announce table. Right? That was it. He didn't do too much. No, Kiss my foot match. No, that was it. Um, And then he didn't forget the payoff of the Survivor Series match with the Hart. They had to throw Shawn Michaels in there. Oh, yeah. Remember the, the the black the black knight, the red, the red knight, all the people. That wasn't um Gary King Long didn't even get the payoff at Survivor Series against the Hart family. Hey, look, no. he had
2: he had a great feud with Brett that was hilarious. And that then he it. introduced these. So that's yeah. all he had to do. May Young. He had a feud with Mae
1: Young and Mula. <laughs> that was funny. Right, yeah. He was good on an announcement. But um the pinnacle. Um MJF comes out. Huh? Taz.
2: When he, he stood out. up, stood up for Michael Cole against Taz, and they had a match of wrestling.
1: Oh, okay, I got you, got you, got you. That's when Cole had that ridiculous booth. Oh, um, yeah. protecting me, yeah, that was ridiculous. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but ECW, one of the ECW's greatest hills, Jerry the King Lawler, when he showed up, right? Like, like he showed Mr. he can Martin. walk in anywhere, right? right. Oh, Monday night, anywhere, right? And, exactly. Yeah. Um. So the pinnacle, um, everybody's in a ring with soup, they got champagne, Walt Logan in the back. And he said, I did it. <laughs> did it? And I want to thank and I want to thank the person that made this possible. And him, and Warlock's about to step up. And he said, Sean Spears.
2: <laughs> and I, <laughs> I know you love that too, because we love Sean Spears. Love we the love the kind of. He has this buddy Jack Roberts kind of relationship where it doesn't matter if he loses or gets pinned. You don't blame him, right? Right. Like you don't, right. and, and by the way, who did MJF kiss? Who
0: was yep. that?
1: Wardlow. So Wardlow is is looking dumbfounded because he knows he's the one that gave him the, dynam- <laughs> the diamond dynamite ring. Which helped him win, secure the win against CM Punk. But MJF is not paying him no attention. He just care. He don't care. He don't know. Only thing he cares about is that he beat CM Punk not once but twice in Chicago.
2: And he kissed know? him. What's that?
1: They said it was his girlfriend. His oh, girlfriend. Cool. They said his girlfriend that he he tongued her down like boy, boy. You know. Yeah. He gave the other one a hug. He they, they, he tongued that one down, and I don't think they paid her enough money to get tongued down like that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, she she you, was into it too. Yeah. She is into it too, and like that was like you know some soft core porn there. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying. But um, so um, it's led to um, he's saying that he's better than Bret in Canada, better than Piper in Portland. He's better than PG Punk in Chicago. And, um, you know, this led to CM Punk comes out. And uh, he said he, want, he wanted he he talking to the he want to rematch with the person that beat him. <laughs> and and um, he's talking about um, um, not MJF. He talking about Wardlow. <laughs> That's um cool. And um, MJF is he's appalled by this, but um, CM Punk said he want to rematch with MJF. MJF tell him no. Um, he said he got some friends with him, Punk, and here comes Sting and Darby Allen with, and they have baseball bats. Oh yeah, you know, and they about to go get busy. But MJF says you could get a rematch, but you have to beat FTR, and you can get in a match any anywhere anytime, but you can have a partner of your choice. But it can't be Sting or Darby Allen. And so good set- luck
2: with finding somebody in that locker room. Everybody right. hates. You.
1: Right, which is a lie. You know. Oh. Um, so um so the match is set up for later on. So after this, during the break, Andrade <laughs> Andrade beats <laughs> up with what you say, big man, you bring his butt because you always say this and have me laughing. I wanna to talk to your boss.
2: And Darby's like <laughs> Thing's not my boss. And he'll just ignore that and say,
1: where's your boss? <laughs> <laughs> so he finally met his boss. And what happened, big man?
2: Oh, well, Sting says, didn't she tell him last week I'm not your boss? And and Darby says, you're wasting your time. And, you know, there's nothing you can do for me. I'm going to be the T, um, TNT champion. And Andrade Alitalo says, we have a lot in common because I'm going to be the TNT champion, too. And it's so, it's, <laughs> but then what really made it even more important was when Andrade left Sting, because Andrade says you will work for me, and I will be the champion. And then Sting looked at Darby and says he means it, and that just yeah. added something special to it.
1: Oh, that's gonna be a great match, um, Darby Allen it, and, and Andrade if they go that route, which I hope they do. Yeah, it would be. Warlow did his um his symphony on the blade.
2: That was his best match so far because the blade was great. The blade yeah.
1: was great. Blade is no jaboni. He not getting. He had he he's he's not getting pinned one before the first commercial break. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's not. <laughs> he
1: got to get a picture. <laughs> no,
2: that's that's how he keeps the bunny. That's how he keeps. That's him. right.
1: Adam Cole with the young bucks in the back, and they beat up um the uh, what they call them? Rapungi,
2: Rapungi Vice,
1: Rapungi Vice. And uh, Jay White, the switchblade, is here. And he helps beat up Roppongi of Vice. So they bring their, their their drama all the way across from New Japan, all the way to AEW. The, the, the Forbidden Door has been opened.
2: Yeah, it was just further proof that we're, I guess, the only people who watch Impact Wrestling because he's been on Impact <laughs> for a while and they're acting like this is his first time in North America. the audience was like (gasps) and it's he's been on impact you
1: know but
2: nobody watches it
1: yeah man except Um,
2: us and the walking weapon fan but did you read walking weapon might be on his way out where you going he's accepting bookings for next month Um, we'll see what happens I don't know if I believe it but that's what they're kind of that's what I'm hearing
1: well, his name was mentioned on A W Television by Brandy, so.
2: Oh, it was. You're right. Wow.
1: So. Uh, anyway, um, the um the mystery partner for Isaiah Cassidy turns out to be Keith Lee.
2: Opponent. <laughs> Limitless, and he had the same everything, right? Like it was Keith Lee.
1: Yeah, Keith Lee. He was doing all his stuff.
2: That was amazing.
1: Athleticism.
2: Yeah. And Isaiah Cassidy did great, too.
1: The people was happy.
2: Yeah, Isaiah did amazing. You know? I mean, it was a good match for what it was.
1: Keith Lee debut.
2: I thought it was an amazing debut. And here's the thing. um, While I was watching it, I was online, and I went on the AW website. And they had the Keith Lee shirt. And I didn't and I wish I had checked it maybe an hour earlier. I wonder if they had the shirt posted all day as the Uh new arrival. I think I'm gonna do that for now on. If I hear that someone's debuting, just Mm -hmm. check the website to see whose shirt, right? Um, I loved his debut. That everyone is, I mean, people are watching over and over that throw he did in the beginning of the match. Yeah. Yeah. Isaiah Cassidy did not come off bad at all. He looked great in that match too, and but Matt Hardy look, having a nervous breakdown and leaving through the crowd like Jeff was amazing. Too. <laughs>
1: that was yeah. great. You know what? I'm excited that um, have Keith Lee here. Um, he uh, words come to words, he'll get to show his ability, what he can do in the ring and mm-hmm. be himself you know, not be Bearcat Lee, not have to put your shirt on, be himself, be who he is. And um, mm-hmm. and I'm glad someone's given him an opportunity to do that. Now, how are we moving forward? We'll see what happens. Because what happens with AEW is that they assign you and then they, and they, when, they fall, when they fall out of favor with you, they won't use you. You know?
2: No, no like, or I, some, something shinier shows up, right?
1: Yeah, or mm-hmm. yeah, something shiny that comes up. Um, so this is just, just the way this company is going to be for the next couple of years. They're gonna wait for the next person from WW to leave and they're gonna sign them up or be released. That's just the way mm-hmm. it is.
2: And you mentioned Bearcat, and it was funny because you know they named him after Bearcat, right? And apparently that was like Vince's idea to use that old wrestler kind of gimmick. Um we talked last week about crazy gimmicks and we talked about Man Mountain Rock. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yes. Okay. So we loved him in WCW's Max Payne, right? He was he was awesome. He was so cool. Man Mountain Rock, I never even heard of this. That that was their idea because there was some wrestler from like the 40s named Man Mountain something. Mm-hmm. Like, and they just thought that would be a great idea. Okay. So you go from Max Payne, the killer with the painkiller and the arm bar to to that. I mean,
1: wow. Yeah, they back in '95. They had some of the worst gimmicks ever. The only one that was a worst gimmick, but made it, was Doink.
2: Oh, and Bret Hart will never stop talking about how great Doink was, and he's right. That was
1: Doink the Clown was one of the best gimmicks they had at that. point To be honest with you, I don't know why they don't bring Doink back because Doink is not a person. Doink is a character. Anybody can play Doink. Well, right? Bret
2: Hart said in a recent interview, he said, you know, they tried to do that with different people, but it was Matt Bourne. The late Matt Bourne was the perfect Doink the Clown. He was such a solid wrestler and and all of that. And he said, Davey Boy didn't want to work with Doink. Because he thought it was like, I'm up against a clown. And yeah. Bret Hart said, and I told him, I said, Davey, believe it or not, I mean, he's the hottest guy in the company. And he didn't yeah. want to work with him and then he was out shortly after.
1: Yeah. I mean, it Remember was a greatest...
2: WrestleMania video game, the arcade game. Everybody yeah. wanted to play as Doink.
1: Doink was one of the greatest things I ever seen in my life. Was when he went against Crush at WrestleMania 9, and he was two Doinks. and then <sighs> they did the mirror image, and they took the thing and hit him, um, hit crush up, hit poor crush. But <laughs> well, that was one of the greatest things I've seen at um at that time because everything Thanks. else was kind of corny.
2: Yeah. And it was really like Matt Bourne really showed, you know, that other part of being a great wrestler, kind of like the reason we like um, um, Doug Gilbert, right? You Mm -hmm. can be Doug Gilbert, and then you could be the Patriots at Nemesis, the Dark Patriot. Doink the Clown could be, you know, it's Maniac Matt Bourne. It's Big Josh. It's Mm -hmm. Doink the Clown. And he's great at all of them, you know?
1: Yep. I mean, and it gave us, and it gave us Dink. Remember Dink, I Doink see. and Dink.
2: And uh, by the way, that finishing move he used when he first came—that submission move—looked like torture. Yep. When he would step over and pull the legs up, and
1: oh my god! They need to bring Doink back. They can bring. They can do that clown. They could do that character is timeless. I, I disagree. Like, that's not born
2: to me. Start over with a new one, but that's. Yeah.
1: They think they, they could bring Doink the clown back, and and it will work. Um nowadays, oh, uh, man. Not
2: for me. I'll turn off the TV.
1: <laughs> no, you won't. You'll work that's, don't. that's
2: Matt Bourne. We
1: don't we don't know who Matt Bourne is. We don't even know if Matt who was the original. Dwayne. He was Matt never Boomer. unmasked. He was oh, never I, he was never unmasked. So we never know. Who, we knew that's Big sick. Josh played him, but we ne- he was never unmasked. So we we it's not like it's like Sin Cara. We can bring another Sin Cara back. We can bring another Sin oh, Cara back.
2: Oh, no, no. Back. The first Sin Cara was my Sin Cara. But my favorite, by the way, <laughs> when you mentioned Big Josh, my favorite um, call, one of my favorite calls by Jim Ross. Remember when Big Josh used to do that move where he would stand on the person like log rolling? Mm-hmm. And he was just doing that. And Jim Ross goes, oh, he's a champion log roller. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know he's a champion? Anyway.
1: FTR, next matchup, FTR takes on CM Punk, his mystery partner, and if CM Punk wins, he gets a shot against MJF, his rematch, anytime, anywhere. Comes out, Wild Thing is here. You Mm -hmm. know? Uh, Wild Thing, John Moxley is is, um, CM Punk um, partner, and this, you know what this gave me vibes of? One of Mm -hmm. my favorite matches of all time. Sting and Lex Luger versus the Steiner Brothers at Super Brawl one. This oh, had the God. same type of feel. A great tag team against two top faces in the company.
2: That um, was a great match, but that match had a couple of botches in it. But nobody cares. Nobody I love that
1: cares. match. And this well, match was great.
2: This was this and, and you said it right. This was the this was a perfect late 80s, early 90s WCW. Great tag team match. Everybody looked amazing. John Moxley looked strong in this match like he looked like the boss um did you read about um um rick flair's tweet
1: no what happened
2: he tweeted like congratulations to fdr you took two good wrestlers and made them look great
1: wow why would you so say that, that
2: i don't know that got kind of a. oh and he said just like me and Arn."
1: Why would he say that? No idea. Well, I mean, CM Punk is, has great matches by himself. Like,
2: Yeah, he's saying he's calling CM Punk and Moxley good, not great, and that FTR made them look great.
1: Wow. Why I think
2: everybody that? made each other look great in that
1: match. I think so, too. I mean, FTR is a great tag team. Don't get me wrong.
2: I mean, Punk made himself look like the weak link in that match. He hurt his right. knee. He was... I mean, I mean, it was great. just Rick Blair being. Ugh.
1: I don't know why we say that, but FTR is a good tag. There's a great tag team.
2: And I guess he should have said like Arn and Tully, not Arn and Rick, by the way. Just well,
1: saying. Arn and Rick only had one good match together. That was against Doom, right? Yeah, that's, my that favorite. Have... that's one
2: of my favorite tag team matches of all time.
1: Right. So but... Arn and Rick never really tagged with each other like that. I mean, am, am I wrong? Am I no, wrong? you're not.
2: And when when you think of Arn, you think of Arn and Tully.
1: Exactly. Um, I'm looking it's... at the Bray Busters
2: brain busters and also their one of my favorite that first clash of the champions had so many great matches but i think people forget about the lex luger barry windham against arn and tully
1: yeah they had them that, that match um row warriors in chicago which people was pissed off about where they should have won lost the titles the midnight express in the Horsemen. yeah fantastics you know yeah. um, southern boys yeah you know well, or the young pistols <laughs> yeah i <laughs> never really thought of No.
2: Our guys yeah. the new breed? No, they didn't get him.
1: <laughs>
2: but they we love them.
1: They're the great sex exactly. team. So yeah, this match think, was good. Yeah, Rick Claire was good.
2: said that, and that kind of yeah. overshadowed the match
1: after it didn't overshadow it for me because I ain't here right now. I don't care. I listen, that that was it, it had a lot of twists and turns, ups and downs. it, it, it looked that point where they um Moxley and and Punk had some miscommunication where Punk yeah. was off the off the the ramp apron for a mile, and I thought he was going to turn his inner channel. Massey was going to turn his inner uh, Rick the Model Martel <laughs> at WrestleMania Five against. Um, well, it was against the Brainbusters at that time too, because that's when he turned on them, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, and um, they both had miscommunication. They ran into each other a few times, so you thought it was teasing. Um yeah. some type of conflict between the two. Might like one might turn on the other, or Moxie might turn on the other. But eventually they got the parrot. Um Tully took a a, a, a GTS, you know, <laughs> you know, and um and they was able to win this match with a, a um they did a doomsday device, they hit it yeah. perfect. You see that? Yeah. Yes. Punk punk and uh Moxie hit a doomsday device perfectly. Wow. Um it was great
2: it was it was a wild exciting fun match loved it one of FTR's best matches since they've been which says a lot yeah um, yeah loved it every second yeah. of it
1: um so now he gets to match with MJF anywhere any place anywhere now what do you think that's going to be
2: is it also any kind of match or is it just gonna be? Ah,
1: that I don't know. They just said it match any anywhere anything. I think it's gonna be a regular rematch. I think. Well, it's I know be a people
2: rematch. love that match, but I, I hope it's better than their first match because I wasn't a big fan of their first match. I was I a little
1: it. disappointed. I thought it was good. I thought, I liked it, man. We we disagree on that one. Yeah, we do. That's yeah. Yeah. So, um, up next we have um Jade Cargill. Mm. Jay Cargill. And she defeated. Um, this is Booker T's person, um, AQA, right?
2: Yeah, she had a great promo. She was so believable. Right. And and I almost feel like I wish she had fought um, Britt Baker uh-huh. instead of you know who she wrestled. Um, but yeah, this was a this was a battle.
1: Um, she did a beautiful stu- shoot in Star Press, right? But it was perfect. It was perfect. perfect. But at the end of the day, she got jaded. Right?
2: She did. She did get jaded. And um yeah, but um great match. It was it was a hard fall match, but I really liked I really liked it. Just seems everybody who who works with Booker T and from his school and Mr. Hughes too. He had a lot of people he trained. They have a really good batting average with with quality wrestlers coming out of their school.
1: yeah so uh the next thing is your girl serena D with the five minute rookie challenge
2: yeah i'm just gonna say about this um i'm not a fan of the five minute rookie challenge um i feel like one how long are women's matches (laughs) anyway (laughs) um secondly with serena D, two things i wish we would see i think they should show her in the back putting her hair up like a professor right. before she comes to the ring. Right. And secondly, it would be hilarious if she felt she was so superior, the only person who could call her matches and bring out Mike today <laughs> the professor.
1: And the girl, she, the girl she beat was Katie Arquette. You know anything about her?
2: No, I don't. No, I don't. It was a quick match. It was, um, but yeah, Katie Arquette. I'm all for her.
1: Next up, the main event: Texas Death Match. Adam Hangman Page defeated Lance Archer.
2: Way better than I thought it was going to be. Way better than I. And the way I think it's because I was caught off guard when Hangman attacked him from the back before, mm. without the entrance. Um, didn't like when Archer pushed Jake. Because he didn't want him to give him the DDT.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you saw that, wanted, right? You yeah, saw everybody he hit, with, wanted he hit him with the short clothesline, and you know what that is. The short clothesline yeah. is the prelude to the what?
2: DDT. That's right. So. And, you know, I did love that the top rope was cut so he couldn't do his slingshot buckshot lariat. Um. Another bloody match for Hangman. He even tweeted, I'm tired of ble- bleeding every week or once a month or something. <laughs> um, but I thought this match was way better than I thought it was. So
1: it wasn't happened? really
2: a traditional Texas death match, though. I mean, um, it was It was really a last man standing match.
1: Right. They didn't uh, want to call it that, right?
2: No, they didn't.
1: So no, they tell didn't. me, tell us what happened. The, they took the, Dan Lambert took the took the um the rope off right
2: yeah he did it f- on purpose not like whatever happened to finn Balor, but he did it <laughs> on purpose takes the top rope off and i'm gonna need your help with this because i guess hangman he jumped off the referee's back and did a flip
1: yes he did he jumped off the flip off the referee's back like he was like did. he did right and like I, he I kept
2: waiting over. for them to replay it and they did it
1: and then he hit him with the with the um with the buckshot Larry onto it, a table. Out yeah, and, wow.
2: and he had the um, barbed wire wrapped around his arm.
1: Right, right. Super finish. That's why Hangman the Page is my favorite wrestling in AEW. He gets busy. Well,
2: I can understand that. And and you've been a bigger, you've been a believer of him since the beginning, more than that. That's I, right. Sure. I, That's Hangman, I baby. I know you think I went too far when I compared him to Eric Hulk Hogan. Without the, but I think what AEW does is kind of old school in that the world title is, is kind of separated from everything else. And it's almost like, remember, like you'd watch wrestling and when Hulk Hogan was wrestling, that was a big deal, right? Yeah. Um, With Hangman, it's, you know, or whoever the world champion is, it's a big deal when they have a world title match. It doesn't always happen. and But Hangman is, is beating monsters, he's he's taking instead of like long feuds he's really they're just putting up challengers kind of like what they did with hulk hogan right
1: yeah. well adam cole came out and gave him the belt it looks like he's challenging now he has to be adam cole
2: he did the same thing that um happened to sammy guevara mm-hmm. um who came up and tapped sammy guevara on the darby allen right right,
1: right exactly. so
2: they did the same thing that darby allen and sammy guevara did
1: so he's up next. I think that's in their next pay-per-view. I think they'll probably go at it.
2: Yeah, and I think the, the word of the week on Dynamite was spotlight. So it was CM Punk taking the spotlight away from um, MJF Celebration. They mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Then it was um, Sean Spears wanting to take the spotlight away from Wardlow during Hello. his match with the chair.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: then it was they mentioned it like a few more times like this whole theme of oh he's trying to take the spotlight away from him or you can even say that with um with uh lance archer upset with jake so yeah they kind of re- you know and i'm not saying they're like just replaying things even with the sammy and um with and uh darby and then um hangman and um uh, michael cole i think it goes back to something they said earlier is sometimes they don't coordinate the people who are running the different segments don't really talk to each other and sometimes they end up doing the same thing just because they're like-minded so who knows
1: right a big thumbs up thumbs up me too i give them a thumbs up as well too um all right, so rant, we'll go through Rampage real quick. Young Bucks defeated Roppongi Vice. Jay White made another appearance and um, laid out uh, uh, who was it? It was Trent. I think it was Trent that he laid out. Your yeah.
2: thoughts? Um, Roppongi, they did some of the stuff we saw them do in Japan, right? They did the, the Young I Bucks. Didn't do watch them.
1: Them in, I didn't watch them too much in Japan. Oh,
2: Roppongi they did one I of was. my favorite things they've ever done. What the only advice Japan... I love
1: the only fights I love in wrestling is Fuji Vice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what the funny thing is, Riponji Vice—they were, they're making it sound like they were one of the biggest tag teams in New Japan. They kind of weren't. Um, they were good. Um, and again, the Bucks—they weren't the World Tag Team Champions. They were the Junior. Yeah, tag the Junior. Team champions, right? But I liked. Um, they did their old move where they were walking away. And the other team comes after them and then they do the super kicks and run in and try to win by count out. That's something they would do in Japan.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I really wanted to see um who's the little guy in Rapungi Vice, I forgot his name.
1: Rocky Romero.
2: Yes, Rocky Romero. And Rocky, and he, Rocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was it's so strange because I'd see him in AAA and he was with six with um X Pac. And then he becomes like this big deal in Japan. But he does this hilarious thing with clotheslines where he clotheslines everybody in the ring. But he hasn't done that here yet. I hope he does it soon. And we got to see Very Nice, Very Evil under the ring.
1: That's right. That's yeah, right. He comes out and gets to a, to a huge pop.
2: It was kind of, I was kind of surprised that the Bucks won cleanly the way they did at the ends, But they did. I
1: wasn't. The Bucks are baseball. Uh, my girl, Britt Baker, D- Empty defeated Robin Renegade.
2: That was an interesting match because Robin Renegade was kind of mouthing off at the crowd like she was the bad guy, right?
1: right? Yeah.
2: But um, yeah, DMD. That was a good match too.
1: You hit, her. and then, then I she thought, tried to...
2: wow. Mm-hmm. But then she took out the glove. And yeah. Was to... a... mm-hmm.
1: And then she tried to put on the um, the lockjaw, and here mm-hmm. comes Dunnarosa. Rosa. Donna Rosa comes attack her, and then after here comes Jamie Hater.
2: Trying and to keep Jamie, her hands up.
1: <laughs> exactly. And then next thing you know, here come Mercedes Martinez. So Mercedes Martinez and Jamie Hayer don't like each other. And Britt Maker, I don't know why um Britt Baker is taking Mercedes um Martinez side over Jamie Hayter's side anyway. You know, but, but
2: Jamie Hayter wasn't at ringside. She wasn't there have been problems for a while. You could say it's kind of I'm surprised that Jamie Hayter still in that circle and again i like Mercedes martinez i just i love her feud with thunder rosa i just don't like the whole brit baker's paying her and that's right. why she's here
1: didn't have been there but everybody here, here come hook hook they sent him they okay, said against blake you... against blake lee who that no, what the all... hell was this guy wearing this guy look this guy is, who where did you find this guy at man what is he he's a wrestler he's getting He's yes, skinny. It he... he looked like a jabroni. He's mad. He's really skinny. He's That's a what you've been waiting belly. to
2: say. I thought you were going to defend him.
1: Come on. No! I'm not defending <laughs> that. What was that? He's <laughs> a
2: very good wrestler. I looked him up last week when they announced he would be the opponent. And, and he's a very good amateur wrestler. And he's talented. His facial expressions, the way he's no, sold. No,
1: he's too small. I mean, he's too small. They need a junior. They need a, a 205. We're going to do this, man. Come on, what man. They, what they need in AEW is,
2: is a six-man title, for real. He,
1: he, mm-hmm. He's small. He looked like a Jabroni. He's like a generic wrestler. I mean, I, he's, he's your
2: favorite thing. wrestler student. You love QT Marshall.
1: Right. He's he's there, and um, I mean, every he's not going to be a star. Uh, I can already tell. He can. This okay. is the way he dressed. He got well, nobody with a whole QT
2: way. is right. Eric, the the big guy. Nick took Camerati, his little, Nick Camerati. They took his jacket away and gave it to <laughs> gave it to to uh, to uh, hook's partner and uh, the big guy. Oh my What's god. His um, Hobbs. They gave his jacket to Hobbs.
1: Oh my god. Oh my god. Hook. Hook looks good again. He, you know, they made him like a badass. I disagree. And,
2: uh, I disagree. I. I, I he is not showing any selling. I mean, like part of being He's not great, selling Hulk now. Hogan was great at that. Hulk Hogan was great at getting beaten up
1: and well, making they, him feel he was. Well, they they making Hook look invincible. So I guess his first, I guess they're going. You know, they are doing something right. They bring. They giving him the Goldberg. Um, him and Jade are getting the Goldberg. Well, Goldberg. Well, Jade is getting it more than Goldberg because they're giving her the twenty six and 0. And stuff like that. So, but the first Jane early, had
2: more, has had way more competitive matches. Her match with at first Red she Bell, did, people hate on right. her, but she was that was a great match,
1: right? No, no, you're absolutely right. But this is what they're doing with Hook. I mean, Hook for the next two months or so, he's going to be undefeated, right? Mm-hmm. So, we'll see what happens. But Hook, they're doing a good job with Hook. I mean, he's remember, he's learning on the job. Well,
2: you got to learn how to take it. You know,
1: right, no, that's a fact. you you absolutely right. You give Hook some criticism, he deserves some criticism you. here. Thank you, you
2: know
1: what I mean? Thank you. The main event was Jurassic Express, beat defeated the gun club for the AEW tag team championship.
2: Um, I like the gun club, I, the gun club I was all it.
1: Right. it was all right. It was a good, it was a decent match. You know, um, the um, Lucian stories continue to get bigger cheers from the crowd than Jungle Boy, which is not a good thing, not a good sign.
2: Not no no it's not and we and off camera we did our little um aw fantasy draft and booking and i had luchasaurus i didn't have jungle boy
1: well i had jungle boy but Jungle boy, you did. that particular yeah. is big stuff so aw dynamite um i mean rampage um thumbs up thumbs down
2: um thumbs up because it kept <laughs> moving you <laughs> know you think i always give him i don't always give them. Th- what do you give him
1: I give it a thumbs up. I like DMD, Magic Hook. By the way, we it, was, it was about... no great matches. Rampage no, is not weren't. a no great show. It, its just give people, give people just to make a show. They should stop doing that. You know, they you should have been the me... second agent.
2: You, you're Got right, it. but you didn't tell me your thoughts about the Inner Circle situation.
1: Right. So, yeah, that's about it. The Inner Circle. Um... <sighs> okay. It says a lot so,
2: that we didn't even mention it right going
1: over. right exactly see the inner circle situation yeah you say again because i know because the thing about it they came out the uh, santana Ortiz didn't come out with them right? right and so when they came out to their own music and then santana got on the the, the mic and started breaking his grievances with chris jericho um sammy gets in the middle says you know what i'm tired of this if you guys can't fix this, I'm quitting the thing. I got the TNT. I got the TNT title to worry about. So it ends up being a uh, tag team match next week between um, the the LAX and um, and Jericho and um, and it's Jake Hager, right? And Jake yeah. Hager. So they have a, a, a fight next week on Rampage. So what are your thoughts on it? Since you brought it up, I, it was irrelevant to me, but
2: yeah, I think you just said it. It's irrelevant. I remember when Chris Jericho said that he was thinking of breaking up the inner circle when Sammy was going for belts and they were and Jericho was taking time off. And it was Tony Khan who says, No, you can step away and still be a unit. Mm -hmm. You can, but people won't care when something like this happens. This doesn't matter anymore. Right. Sammy saying, I love you, we're a family, when you'd think when I think of Sammy and anybody else, I think of Sammy and Del Sol, right? Right. Um, I also think this could be really good for Santana and Ortiz because, one, they're not the tag team champions. But when you look at the teams that aren't, when you think of um, your favorite, one of your favorite, I wasn't going to say your favorite, the Varsity Blondes, but you're a big fan of uh, Max Caster and Anthony Bowens. Yes. Right. I am. So, so am I. What if they, they haven't won any belts, but we've seen matches where singles matches were like, man, Anthony Bowen is amazing.
1: They're both amazing. And Max Castor
2: is amazing. Max. Max I'm Caster, sorry, Max Caster is going to lose his um, qualifier match for that ladder thing, unfortunately. He is. But we've seen that. We've also seen kind of the same thing with um, O'Reilly and Fish. They've had individual matches that are great. Right. We've seen that with some other tag teams. We haven't seen it with these two. They've lost. A, they've lost quite a bit, and we haven't even seen them individually. Um, the octopus from Ring of Honor. Um, what's his name? The world champion, uh, who's married to your favorite Jordan Grace.
1: Uh, oh, your, your favorite? You forgot your favorite person's I name, did. Gresham. I
2: did. Gresham, he's wrestling um, Hernandez at one of his upcoming events, and I was like, oh, I can skip that and then i forgot like oh i forgot hernandez is really good it's just we haven't it's one thing to not be in the tag team so, you know oh and another example private party we've seen them have individual isaiahs had great individual matches right so they haven't done any of that they haven't had oh. great individual matches they haven't been winning on the tag teams so they're kind of like at the bottom of the bottom
1: yeah that's exactly so this true. is
2: good yeah this is good for them but the weird thing was after all that back and forth in the ring jericho's like and we'll see i'm gonna teach you a lesson like they're still in the inner circle like this is ridiculous it is that's all but like you said irrelevant is a good word
1: to me my show my best match of the week was naomi and charlotte best show of the week for me was raw what about you
2: um best show is raw Best match, and I hate to do this to Naomi, but I'm gonna say it was the tag team match with Punk and Moxley. Team.
1: Oh, yeah, that was a good match too. They had too many good matches because Kevin Owens and
0: yeah, uh, yeah, and
1: Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins and RK Bro was good too. Yeah, not a good wrestling this week. And to be honest with you, Raw used to be on the bottom totem pole. Look at Raw, Raw is making a comeback.
2: It's better than SmackDown, it's better than SmackDown.
1: Yeah, they, yeah, SmackDown has taken a dip, but they did that on purpose, that was purposely done. I and, and they, right. But had they us, you know what they would have done? They would have took Roman offers off for SmackDown, put him on Raw. To be honest with you, yeah, they rather have Raw. They rather have Roman on Smack on on Raw than SmackDown. But we'll see what happens. I anyway, say. We'll see what happens. Next week. Big man, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: No, oh, thank you for having me, and thank you everyone for listening. Please listen.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this has been a state of wrestling apology report. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the State of Wrestling, the Power Driver Report. Please join us next week for the next edition.